Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Like we do every Saturday morning, we're going to help you keep it running. That's uh, thanks to the help we get from Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan is with us in studio. We were, well, you were on the phone, but we were at the fair, of course, last uh, couple of weekends. Welcome back. How does that happen so quickly? I know. Isn't that true? Yeah. It really does. Well, it's good to have Dan back helping us out like he's done for about 20 years here on CCO. If you have any kind of car care question, we urge you to give us a call right now. Don't wait or uh, send uh, Dan a text. Uh, either way, Dan will be here till about 745 this morning when Jack Farrell comes in. But uh, call us now. There's a line open. We've cleared the line. 651-989-9226. You can call now. Or again, if you uh, find it easier to send a text, 81807. Dan helps you out before you bring in your vehicle to your favorite dealer or your favorite shop. Uh, at least you'll be uh, armed with a little more information than uh, maybe you didn't uh, didn't have at the time. Again, 651-989-9226 or send a text, 81807. Dan, you and I were talking as you came into the studio how uh, a little cool this morning, like uh, maybe... Maybe you should have had a little windbreaker or something. <laughs> yeah, I could have had a jacket on this morning. First morning, you know, it's been beautiful yeah. all summer. And But that kind of makes yeah. you think about uh, what's what's ahead for what we lovingly call CCO land here it, in it our is, vehicles. It is ahead, isn't it? And and probably not that far down the road as I was true. sitting out in front of my house looking at the sun last night, I noticed that it's pretty much aligned uh, in the straight west, which, you know, means it's moving towards the southern hemisphere, which yeah. means uh, it's going to get chilly. And, yeah, and darker. It, yeah, and darker. I noticed that this morning, too. Yeah. So, yeah, the it's coming. And, and, of course, you know, that means it's time to start thinking about your car and uh, getting it ready for winter. We have switched over our special at uh, Lloyd's from our summer special to our fall special. Uh, which so, means what? No. Well, it's just uh, instead of checking air conditioning, you're checking the heater, you know, and, and, and uh, we have more... Uh, sensitivity to cold starts, you know, checking the battery, that those sorts of things, and tire condition, uh, you know, more winter stuff, antifreeze, coolant. You know, we in the summer we call it coolant. Yeah. In the winter we call it antifreeze, antifreeze and it's yeah. the same thing. But uh, but yeah, we just we change our focus more towards what the car needs for winter driving conditions instead of summer driving conditions. Is there still? I, I should know this, but I mean, there, are are there still? Uh, 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 Thermostats in cars like they have been for 100 years? There are. They're basically the different. same function. They're more sophisticated, I'm of sure. course. Some of them are electronic and and uh, and are controlled by the computer, so they're, so they're different. But uh, same theory, you know, they, the, we want the car for several reasons to warm up as quickly as possible. One reason is that the heat works quicker, quicker and it's more comfortable, but... The other reason is the car does any car does not run efficiently at a cold temperature. It needs to be brought up to its proper operating temperature in order for everything to work properly, and so uh, we want that to happen quickly. 
Here's a texture that just came in. By the way, if you want to send Dan a text, your car care question via text 81807 or call us, uh, 651-989-9226. I know it's kind of hard unless you, you're actually, you or your guys go through a vehicle. To What's the approximate cost of replacing a front wheel bearing on a 2012 Ford Focus? Is it a job someone can do in their own garage at home? You know, I, uh, I have no idea what the cost is. I'm sorry, okay. but uh, I really don't. Uh, and wheel bearings come in two fashions. One is that the wheel bearing comes at, with the bearing, the hub, the wheel speed sensor, everything. Um, and oftentimes that would that way that would be a, one that you could perhaps do in the garage um, because it's it's a it's a contained unit and it bolts in and it bolts out and. The only trouble is, you know, in a perfect world, it bolts in and it bolts out. The only trouble is it oftentimes gets stuck in with rust and corrosion, and so we end up using air hammers and stuff to get it apart. So, wow. But anyway, if it came apart properly, that is one that you could do. The other style is where the bearing is all by itself, and in that case, the hub needs to be pressed out, the bearing needs to be pressed out and of, of, the, of the hub, um, or of the spindle, and uh, in that case, you probably couldn't do that in your okay. garage. It's too complicated. Maybe if you took the whole assembly apart and brought it into a shop and had it pressed apart and pressed back together, but if you're going to go through all that, I would probably recommend that you just take it in. And so, for the for listeners who are regular listeners know that uh, Dan deals more with the work rather than the cost. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> yeah. you leave that to other people, right? You know, more or less. The cost of it scares me anymore. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Even you. You know, when I compare it to the old days yeah. of, of uh, what we used to charge to what we charge now, I, I quite frankly, I sometimes don't know how people do it. It's, yeah. you know, to, to have a family and a family car that you want to keep going and the cost of it is... Pretty like everything yeah. in life. I'm, I mean, I'm not picking on car repairs only because uh, try calling the plumber, the electrician, or the Absolutely. doctor. It's, it's all the same. But, but uh, yeah, no, it frightens me. So I like to stay in the back and fix the cars. Very good. We'll let you do some more work here as we take a quick break. Here, If you have a uh, car care question for Dan, we're going to get back to the phones in a moment. 651-989-9226 or send a text and we'll get to pick up on those to 81807. 54 is our current Twin City temperature reading here on CCO. 72 degrees the high today. By the way, we'll be keeping you up to date, getting updates from CBS News on Hurricane Irma uh, all weekend long. So you stay tuned. 830-WCCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Where is uh, Dan's uh, business located? It's uh, 982 Grand Avenue. See, I finally learned it after all these years. You have it memorized. (laughs) I do. In fact, I'm going to stop by next week, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you come over on Tuesday to 982 Grand Avenue, and we'll get you fixed up. You know, you can find us on the web, too. We have a new uh, website at lloydsautomotive.net that, Shows our facility and our people and and uh, what we do and all that. So yeah, it's a great new website. Yeah, thank you. It's it's worth uh, yeah. worth visiting. I think. Or uh, let's see. Jim is there this morning at six five one two two eight one three one six. Excellent. We'll give you that phone number again before Dan uh, leaves us. And are you open till noon today? Right. We are. Yeah. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Larry is calling from Big Lake with a question. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. 
Uh, I have a question about a 97 Suburban. Uh, when I first started up for the day, uh, I have a musty smell coming from the ductwork, and it kind of clears up after a while, but I'm wondering how can I rectify that problem? You know, they make, uh, well, two things. You can, 97 is probably too old for a cabin filter, actually. I was going to recommend I don't. <laughs> I don't believe it's got a cabin filter. Yeah, anymore. well... If it was a newer vehicle, for those people who do have this problem and and a musty smell, that's the first thing to do is change that cabin filter. But secondly, um, when the uh, air conditioning system is set on recycle, in other words, where it's taking air from inside the car, cooling it, and putting it back out into the car, when it's on recycle, if you look down by the passenger uh, where the passengers' feet are, you'll he- see and hear where that air is going. And the car uh, parts stores sell a air freshener that that comes in a spray can, and so you get the the uh, air rushing through there. You introduce this spray uh, into that spot, so it goes all inside the ductwork, and it kills all the mildew and crud that's growing inside there. And we've had pretty good luck with that. The, the other thing is the, the smell gets onto the evaporator, which is the air conditioning part that is actually inside the ductwork there. And if you let this stuff blow through the ductwork there, it'll take care of that musty smell, and uh, you'll be happy about it. The other news is with the weather getting cooler, yeah. uh, that musty smell is going to go away anyway. But, but uh, I'd recommend just for you know, seasonal operation that you spray that through once a year and, and you won't have any trouble. In so you find that at some auto parts Yeah, stores. any, par- any okay. auto parts store will have that. Or I suppose Lysol or anything that you... Uh, I tried that once. That yeah. worked. H- uh, household cleaners yeah. would also work. You don't want but to the, sit in there for a while. The purpose is you want to... Ke- well, that's probably the right thing. You want the right mixture so it's not too strong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good, Larry. Thank you. Uh, Pete in Roseville is next on the phone. Uh, good morning, Pete. Good morning, Dan. Um, my wife has been experiencing a, a problem with our uh, Mitsubishi Outlander Sport. It's a 2011 model. Um, it's a problem where she'll try and start it, and it, it acts like the battery is just not wanting to uh, respond. Uh, she's able to get it started, but not with a, an amount of angst there. Um, just wondering, and you know, in the history of the car, it's actually, we've had it for about two, three years, and it's actually gone through about four batteries. It's on its fourth battery. One time they diagnosed the battery as being bad, so we just got a new battery there. But I'm just wondering, I'm taking it in this morning to the dealership, and they're going to test the battery and everything. And my suspicion is it'll come out, you know, and, and all rosy, and they'll say, "Oh, it's fine." And but I, I think you've recommended this in the past. Where if this problem keeps on happening, I think uh, we're going to arrange a time where they can keep it overnight and put it on the on the scanners and see if there's something draining that battery. Yeah, there's a there's a meter. Uh, our fancy meters that we have at work, we can. Um, hook up for a period of time, for a long period of time, overnight, and it will record for us the minimum draw on the battery and the maximum draw on the battery. Um, 
I suspect that they've done this for the short term, te- tested it to make sure that the battery or that the car that all that all the computers and all the everything in the car shuts down, which it's supposed to, but it needs to stay down. Sometimes during the night or during a period of time, uh, for one reason or another, for because something is broken, uh, that'll turn something will turn back on. That's causing the battery to go dead overnight, and um, the dealership will certainly have those meters. If you ask them to do this, I'm sure they'll be glad to do it. To set up the test, do a min-max test on the parasitic draw, and uh, see it. Just be sure that it's staying low overnight. The other part to test on, you know, the electrical system check, the starting system check would be, of course, the battery. Uh, make sure that that's good and strong to check the alternator to be sure that it's charging properly um, and all of the fields in the battery or in the alternator are working to be sure that the starter is not drawing too many amps. If the starter is starting to fail, it'll it'll sound like a dead battery. And then, of course, the uh, I'm trying to think the draw, the battery, the alternator and the starter. Those are the things that you need to all check right. and and. Uh, and if they do all that, they do this overnight min-max test, I'm sure that they'll either come up with a solution or, uh, yeah, tell you that everything's okay. All right. Very good. Good luck, Pete. I know we have to break here for Bottom of the Hour News. Dan will be back here in a couple of minutes. 651-989-9226 or send a text 81807. We'll be back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul answering your car care questions by phone and by text. We're going to get back to the text screen, Dan. But Jerry in Shoreview has been waiting on the horn. Go ahead, Jerry. Thank you. Good morning. Say I have a, a 90 GMC conversion van. I had a brake job done in February, and two weeks later... Anytime I go to start it and go down the driveway, the front right passenger side brake locks up. I went back, and he said he took it all apart and did this and greased this and greased that. Lo and behold, that didn't happen. I went back the third time, and he said he redid this and redid that. The caliper's good and everything else. Lo and behold, I go to leave yesterday. And same thing, only worse. I got a really long driveway. Sometimes it takes four, five, six times to hit the brake to unlock. Hmm. And he doesn't have an answer. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to get another opinion, obviously, because that's not right. Something's wrong. Uh, Sometimes when one brake is locking up, it's because the other brake isn't working. So my first thought is maybe he's working on the wrong wheel. In other words, the uh, one wheel is trying to do all of the braking instead of all four wheels doing the braking like it's supposed to. So I think you've given this guy a fair chance, an opportunity to straighten out his work. And I think what I would recommend is that you find the next best guy down the road and and, uh, have somebody else take a look at it. Sometimes a fresh set of eyes is what it takes or a a new idea, uh, just like what I'm offering and and maybe that'll zero in on it. But something's not right. And once you get it all figured out and fixed up, then you can go back to your friend and, and just say, you know, 
here's what somebody else found out, and that fixed it, and you guys can work it out from there. But I think you've given them three, four chances. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, try the next guy down the road. Yep. We're good. Good luck, Jerry. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, that is frustrating. For everybody, sure. he want you know the, the the shop wants to fix it Absolutely. too. Absolutely, they don't, they don't yeah. want to. They don't want to get up. it done. They don't want to yeah. give up. Yeah, uh, two thousand one Subaru Legacy wagon, hundred forty seven thousand miles on it, L class. I've been told that my left front CV shaft is bad. Left front shakes a little. How important is it to get it fixed? And what is it? Well, the CV shaft is the drive axle. It goes from the transmission out to the wheel, and it's what drives it and. The reason that it's a little complicated is because the axle not only needs to drive the wheel, but you, it needs to have joints in it so that you can also steer the vehicle and turn it in all the different positions. So it's a it's a fancy axle, fancy joint, and they're wrapped in the joints are wrapped in a rubber boot and filled with grease. When the boot tears, then the grease leaks out, and of course that then. Uh, it gets full of contaminants and it wrecks the joint. So uh, common, we do them all the time. Do you? Yeah, we do them all the time. And uh, and uh, it, but it's important because uh, if it's already shaking and uh, making noise, then uh, they actually will break. And if they break, then of course the car won't drop, won't pull itself anymore. Hmm. So you need to get that fixed pretty quick. It's probably. important. You want to know? Yeah. Is it important? Yes. It is important. It is important. Uh, here's another text, uh, a 2001 Monte Carlo. What would cause the cruise control not to work in the little green light on the steering wheel is lit up but cannot get it to work? What should I look for? Well, a simple, th- a couple things. I, on an 01, it's probably controlled by vacuum, uh, engine vacuum. If you have a vacuum leak, then the uh, cruise control won't work. The other thing that's a common uh, problem is if the brake light switch isn't working. If the cruise control thinks that the brakes are applied because the switch is bad, it will, it will not allow the cruise control to work. You, you know, if you're, if you're driving down the road and uh, with, with the cruise control on, if you touch the brake pedal, the cruise control shuts off. Yeah. So the brake, the brake light switch is, is what does that. So that's uh, uh, an important part of it. So, uh, those are just a few things that you could check, but but usually it's a pretty simple fix. It's Is usually it? not real complicated. Okay, that's good news. Uh, Texter says this, I have a 2002 Ford Ranger. The brake light comes on, then goes off when hard pressure is applied. Any ideas? Well, check the brake fluid. That would ah. be the first thing is when you're applying the brakes hard like that, you're also rocking the vehicle, and the brake fluid... Uh, the master cylinder has a sensor or a float in it, and if the fluid gets too low, the uh, the it causes the brake light to come on. Uh, the other thing that would be would would be the parking brake if that switch is not adjusted correctly. Uh, but most, I would think probably what you I would find in your vehicles if you add a little brake fluid to it, that'll probably take care of your problem. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect this question, Dan. We get this uh, every year, but uh, usually in the colder months. How long should a person warm up their car before taking off in the cold, cold winter? Well, I do it for uh, five seconds. Do you? (laughs) I'm always in a hurry. I got to (laughs) go. Maybe a minute would be good. Uh, um, Nowadays that people have heated seats and so forth, it's, it's comfortable enough to do that. But I think a minute is 
is time for the car to get warm enough to operate properly and and uh, and not do any damage to the car, not do any un- unnecessary wear on the car. Uh, you know, the auto start things will let the car run for 10 minutes or something like that. And, and if you let it run that long, uh, you are getting good heat. And on a really cold morning, I will use mine yeah. and, and do that too. But uh, that's probably a terrible waste of fuel. So... Uh, you know, beware of that. That that uh, unless you're unless you're going to go for a nice long drive, uh, that's probably not good use of fuel. But at any rate, I think uh, thirty seconds to a minute is long enough for the car to be safe. To drive. I do that year round. Let it run for a few minutes. No, no, just like for about a minute, just to bring that. If the RPM is up a little high, and just it seems like now, why does it do that? Why is it up there? And then if you let it run for a minute, it brings down to maybe a thousand or nine hundred RPM. Because in cold weather, it needs that. It in order okay. for it to stay running, it needs that to. Uh, it needs the higher RPM to to get things warmed up more quickly. I noticed on my new car that. Uh, when it's severely cold, it doesn't shift. Interesting. Pur- purposely, it stays in a higher gear. Get the juices flowing. To get the juices flowing so that it warms up more quickly ah. because, like I said earlier in the show, the vehicle wants to run at its proper operating temperature. And, and if that's uh, if it's not at that proper operating temperature, it wants to be. that. Nothing runs efficiently when it's not. So it, my new vehicle doesn't shift until it uh, warms up uh, so that it warms up more quickly. All right, I'll tell you what. Are we going to see you on your birthday? Uh, we are, yeah. All right, good. <laughs> we'll have a party already. You know how for birthdays you. for uh, at some age are a big deal, and at my age they're kind of like, eh, uh, let's, let's forget about. Let's it. slow these down. They, <laughs> they right. come along way too quickly. <laughs> Don't they though? Yeah. Well, uh, happy birthday just ahead of the game. Thank here. you. And, uh, yeah, we'll, you're, the, we'll, you're my first. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see you one week from today. Here. Sounds good. All right. How do we get in touch with Lloyd's? You can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive. L-L-O-Y-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net. You can give us a call this morning at 651-228-1316 or please stop by anytime at uh, 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. All right, very good. And uh, just uh, because we missed a couple of text messages, we'll start the show with those next week. That sounds great. All right, thanks, Dan. Thank you. See you you in a couple days. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.